This is backspace number eight of the library. In chapter 25 of The Hammer, Corvin is pushed through a small stone door into a cavernous room. As he entered, instantly the smell of moldy books came back to me. It was the smell of the archives, deep in the basement of the library where I once worked. Right away, the library scene where Corvin found himself opened up before me and a wonderful new character, Madame Torig, walked onto the set. The conclusion of chapter 25 sent goosebumps up both my arms. As an author, it's so enjoyable when your own book surprises you. The ruined library in chapter 25 of The Hammer will be a reoccurring location in the books of the core series. Throughout my childhood, my school library and the public library were an important part of my life. I could often be found browsing the shelves and carefully looking through the books. I would get so lost in my library world that the library was where my first and only fight at school began. Throughout my school years, I was always one of the tallest in my class, but I was reclusive and stayed out of people's way, much like Corvin in our story. As a result, the school bullies saw me as the perfect target as they could take on someone bigger than themselves and build up their own nasty reputation. But one made the mistake of going after me in the library. He snatched a book I was reading from my hand, I grabbed it back, and he fell against the shelves and claimed I had pushed him. He challenged me to a fight right there in the library, but our teacher was coming over to check on us, so we arranged to meet in the playing field after school. As an honor-bound person, I showed up. I wrestled him to the ground, and then I sat on his chest. The mob urged me to punch him, but looking around at that ring of angry faces, I realized I wanted no part of that world. So I just stood up and walked on home alone. I had come from a long line of pacifists, and my great-grandparents had been exiled from their homeland for refusing to fight in a war. So the thought of beating someone up, especially if they were already defeated, made no sense to me at all. For a while after the fight, I avoided my high school library and instead read my way through the world book encyclopedia that our family had recently purchased from a traveling salesperson. In those days, the world book company had over 60,000 door-to-door salespersons and they were outselling the Encyclopedia Britannica. The sales rep was obviously good at their job because we didn't have much money, yet our parents signed up for a monthly payment plan over the next few years so that the kids could have the knowledge of the entire world at our fingertips. The 20 volumes were the 1970s version of the worldwide search engine, and anything you were curious about could be found within those pages. I read them cover to cover. I couldn't believe there were so many ideas and things you could experiment with and try out for yourself. At one point, I even tried to figure out a way to make a hydrogen bomb at home using a tub of water and electrical wiring. I might have to tell that story in a future podcast. My love for books and libraries carried forward into my adult life, and in my 20s, I became a librarian at a college. When I was offered the head librarian job, I seriously considered pursuing a master's degree in library science, but after one long summer working mostly alone in a large windowless building, I was missing the outdoors. I tried putting grow lights in my office, and I had plants and vines running over all the walls, but it wasn't enough of nature. So I ended up leaving the next summer, and I went back to tree planting instead. That ended my career as a librarian, but the love of books and reading stayed with me and eventually launched the writing of this core series. This has been Backspace Podcast Number 8. Thanks for listening, and invite your friends to join us on our adventure into the core. Book 2, The Medallion, will be coming this fall.